Afterword. I've long been inspired by Bill Gates' famous quotation. Most people overestimate what they can do in one year and underestimate what they can do in 10 years. As I've grown older, it's resonated more and more with me. As a human, as a professional, and as an investor, the longer you live, the more it becomes clear that the small, wise choices of our past are what add up to the big successes of our present and future. That aiming for quick, easy wins is setting ourselves up for disappointment, but that we're capable of creating extraordinary things when we give ourselves a little time. Doesn't the world around us make that difficult to remember, though? We hear about incredible startup successes every day. Companies that began, grew insanely quickly, then exited for staggering valuations. We hear about them so often that we begin to believe they're the norm, when in truth, they're freakish outliers. They're like lottery wins. Every single week, someone wins the lottery. Someone gets rich off a $15 ticket they bought from the corner store across the road. Every week, we read about it. Which leads us to believe that winning the lottery must be normal, likely, expectable. Every week, someone wins. But in fact, the chances of you winning are one in many millions. I joke that Lotto needs a much better customer success team. Like you, I'm guessing, I've never won. Literally, as I've been writing this, and I'm honestly not making this up for effect, my 11-year-old daughter has been screaming at me. I gave her 1% of a Bitcoin for Christmas to invest in crypto and NFT assets so she could begin to learn about crypto and investing. Of course, she wants to convert the Bitcoin to cash and spend it on the kinds of things that 11-year-olds want to buy. In her case, superfluous equestrian paraphernalia. I told her I believed in her ability to learn about investing and to figure out how to increase the value of her crypto, and that she could take out any gains she made and spend it on what she wanted. She argued that the money was hers and she should be able to have it now, in a very loud voice and with crying and swearing involved. Yes, my wife is also pissed off with me for creating this disharmony, and yes, the management of stakeholders is difficult and necessary. My daughter is grappling with the timeless quandary of whether to satisfy her immediate desires or to make her future a better one. What do you think her best course of action is? In New Zealand, our indigenous Māori people have a concept called kaitiakatanga. In essence, it means guardianship, the idea of taking care of things for future generations, of leaving the world in a better state than which we found it. Māori have a very long-term, intergenerational view of their role in creating value. It's not about quick wins today. It's about making the investments today that will pay off over the long term. I'm as inspired by this old wisdom as I am by Gates's relatively young advice. It's fun to aim to achieve something extraordinary in a short period of time, to crack the code, beat the system, become an overnight success. But the older we get, the more obvious it becomes that overnight successes are the result of years, even decades, of good work. Building a truly great brand or a truly great company is the result of investing wisely and understanding that results compound. That is, they start small and then accumulate over time. Albert Einstein is said to have described compound interest as the most powerful force in the universe. It doesn't apply only to financial investment. Our investments and brands show up a little in the first year and end up producing incredible value over time. 
That incredible value is what you'll be most proud of when you exit your company. The earlier you begin investing, the sooner you'll get there. Start now.